Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Roundtable. This is episode number 40. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me for today's roundtable are my good friends Haley, Melody, Tom, Ginny, and Gabe. For today's roundtable, we're going to be discussing our favorite Disney villains. Before I get started, I will tell you that there will be some spoilers for the latest Disney movies, uh, Moana and Raya. I don't think the Raya is a huge spoiler, but Moana might be. So if you haven't seen those, you might want to not listen to this podcast or watch Moana and then come back and listen to this podcast. Or if you don't care about spoilers, you can go ahead and uh, just enjoy the podcast. But we had a lot of fun discussing Disney villains. I couldn't believe one of my guests actually picked Tinkerbell as her favorite Disney villain. And you'll you'll hear why. It was a really fun conversation. And uh, I don't want to talk too much before this so we're just going to jump on in to today's geek roundtable on disney villains all right it's time for another roundtable and joining me for today's roundtable are my good friends jenny hello gabe hi there melody salutations tom Oh my God. And Haley. Why do I have to follow him? I know. <laughs> well, if I would have known you had done that, I would have done it last. But. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me for another roundtable. Today, we're going to be discussing Disney villains or villainesses. I figure villain Vill cover, covers all of them. Yes. You know. Great. So I thought this would be a fun one. I'm a huge Disney fan, and I know a lot of you guys here are Absolutely. as well. Nice. So. I thought this would be a really good one. So let's just jump right in. We're going to start with the very first question, which is the number one question. Who's your favorite Disney villain? Oh. Let's start with Tom the, since he made oh, some noises. So it's the, so agony. <laughs> <laughs> the agony of it all. Uh, by far the toughest question I've been asked on a geek round table. Let's do top three if that's easier. It yeah, does make it a, a heck better. of a lot easier. Okay, we'll do uh, top three. But no, I, I had worked it down to, I'll save my third one for, for what I had worked down to be my top. So I have uh, very little ability to separate Disney f- and the story and the love of the characters with also my love of filmmaking, my love of voiceover as a voiceover artist and and everything and animation, everything having to do with Disney goes beyond the stories and the characters to me, to the art to the art form, to the to the filmography. So I kind of have a favorite in every era of okay. Disney animation. So kind of going from the uh, the classic era to what what some people call the Xerox era, which is like Jungle Book and and Sword in the Stone and the techniques for reproducing the pictures and doing the in-betweeners doing the in-betweens at that point was different Then the kind of 80s vibe where they're starting to recapture a little bit of the quality. Then you have the big boom in the renaissance of Disney animation in the 90s. So, and then once, once we hit Toy Story, we have a whole aesthetic change uh, with the brief return to it in Princess, uh, Princess and the Frog. So my favorite classic Disney villain is Monstro. From Pinocchio. Now, why? Why is he your favorite? That artistry taking place, that underwater sequence at the end of Pinocchio. And I, I love Pinocchio. Pinocchio is my all-time favorite Disney film, if I had to pick one. And it has numerous villains. It's got uh, Stromboli. It's got the Coachman. It's even got, uh, you know, the 
Jay Worthington Fowlfellow and Gideon. Gideon. Uh, so they're basically all forms of temptation. Uh, but Monstro is literally the monster terrifying villain. And I just picture myself as a kid, if I if I had gone to see, even as an adult, if I had gone to see that film in that era, I would have been blown away. So that that incredible water animation, which is so much work in a hand-drawn uh, animation era, is just masterpiece to me. Uh, once we hit uh, the Xerox era, I'm a big fan of the animal-based Robin Hood mm-hmm. and love prince john i do an impression of prince john you can i'll talk about where to find my impressions later (laughs) when we hit the 90s the renaissance era my favorite is gaston and jafar i have a real tough time Mm. choosing but my all-time favorite and an all-time it's just like if i had to go beyond pinocchio to my favorite film it would be the lion king and my favorite villain if i had to pick one if i had to pick one would be Scar. That is the most succinct I could ever answer that question, Kenny, I promise you. No matter what time frame you're shooting for on this episode, that's as succinct as I'll ever make that answer. Yeah. Now, what makes Scar your favorite? That film is an absolute masterpiece. I remember seeing it in New York City at uh, at a beautiful theater, you know, the, the type of theater where the curtains part for mm-hmm. the screen. And I have a book, The Art it's right here. The art <laughs> of um, the art of the Lion King. That film is masterpiece to me. I wept the instant the title card hit. That opening sequence, which is essentially just a musical number, there's no dialogue, and unless you count the Swahili words of the song. Um, that sweeping camera, even the depth of field switching from the, the the stampeding animals to the ants on the branch. I just, I can remember so much of it. And then that triumph, like I'm getting, I'm getting wow. the now, the triumphant yeah. rays of Simba and then the concluding beats and then that powerful boom. And mm. then the, the uh, title comes up and I just went, like visibly audibly cried and from then on to the end of the movie i was like in artistic awe i was in story heaven i was in voiceover appreciation like narnia i was going nuts and jeremy irons's portrayal is just nuanced and funny and scary and evil the the perfect phrase is his you've no idea that that one answer <laughs> uncle scar you're so weird you've no idea <laughs> it's just like that's it that's it right there mm. it's just a, a beautiful characterization i can't picture it any better cool all right how about you melody all right well if we're doing top 3 probably my third favorite disney villain would be tomatoa from moana because he's just really fun and uh, he just wants to be shiny. Like, who can identify <laughs> with that? <Aww>. Um, <laughs> number two would probably be uh, Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, she's Eartha Kitt. Like, yeah, I totally literally don't hilarious. Need to say yeah. anything else, really. Wonderful portrayal. Yeah. 
And then my favorite Disney villain of all time, and my favorite Disney character as well, mm. is Gaston. Ah, I'm obsessed. Nice. I love and it. And the reason Gaston is my favorite is I, I feel like there are three really effective types of Disney villains. Ooh. So there are like the just scary Disney villains like Monstro or yep. like Chernabog that like yep. we had to skip over those scenes on the VHS when I was a kid because it was just like too much. I was too afraid. Sure. Then there are the real life Disney villains, as I like to call them. Like, you know, we all we yeah, like we all know like a Mother Gothel. Sure. <laughs> we mm. all know like a Gaston. We all know like, you know, the country's like has tons of politicians just like Frollo or like assistant mayor Bellwether. Right. And then you have like just the really like fun and campy Disney villain like Ursula or like, you know, even like Maleficent or something would fit into that. And I think that Gaston is the best Disney villain because he is two of those three. He's both like so fun and so over the top. Um, and just like you can't hate him, even though I literally hate every real life Gaston in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they are like real villains. Um, but also he's just like so like so lovable in his own way, <laughs> which is like something that Disney does very well, making the villain and the evil character simultaneously so appealing yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Very cool. How about you, Gabe? Um, well, I got to piggyback with Tom on the scar idea here because I feel like of all the Disney villains, that one encapsulates the idea of when you're doing a world building, you show the top of the iceberg and that hints at all the stuff that you never see, but just the way that scar comes off and all his little anecdotes just hints at that depth of character mm, like yeah. there's so much more behind there as to why the older brother didn't become king right mm. yeah you know yeah. they never you know explain well obviously he wasn't born with the name scar there's got to be some history there you know that's that's what i'm saying you, you just see the hints at how deep and vast that iceberg is did you ever see any of the lion king sequels no i didn't oh yes okay because that's the second lion king is about that yep. Yeah, but I'm just saying with with that first original one though, is that's what I'm saying is you want to dig into Scar bad with how well he just gives you that depth of character with each reply and how he interacts with each character. You know, yeah. you can see that there's been this ongoing relationship that probably predates the kingship between him and Zazu even, you know? It's just the 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 interaction of the pride with him, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's why I think I latch onto the Scar as one of the best, most well depth care evil villains. Yeah. How about you, Jenny? So I kind of looked at the, I mean, not spoiler alert. The next question is going to be your least favorite villain, and I actually, <laughs> in thinking about the, both those together, I was like, because to me, when I was analyzing this, I was like. Well, which villain scared me as a child? Right. And is that yeah, my is that my least favorite? You, yeah, right. yeah. Or is it my favorite because it like made me terrified? It's a good sure. villain. Yeah, yeah. And so in my mind, the thinking back to when I was a little kid, my mom would say it was um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which mm. I was five when I saw it, so I don't remember. But she says she always tells me the story because they re-released it in the theaters. I did not. 
I was obviously not born when right. it first yeah. came out in yeah. theaters. Yeah, I saw, I saw in the theaters as well. Yeah, they'd done a yeah. re-release, and I was mm. five, and it was the first time they took me to the movie theater. Wow. And my mom said that when the when the evil queen would come on the screen, I was just transfixed. Mm. Wow. And then the rest of the time, I was scared, which is weird. <laughs> like, uh, not really sure what that says about me as a child. But... Um, <laughs> Were you transfixed when the queen was on or when the hag was on? (laughs) Well, she said both. She said I I made the connection that that was the same person. Fascinating. Yeah. So, but again, five. I don't remember it. I just hear about it from my mom. But I do distinctly remember um, Madame Medusa from The Rescuers. Mm. Oh, yes. For some reason, I got it in my head after I saw that movie that she lived in my closet (laughs) and I would write her notes and slip them under the closet being like, please don't kidnap me. I really like my parents because, you know, she had kidnapped that orphan. And and again, don't know what any of this says about me, Jenny, (laughs) as a child. But and then the third one I'm going to mention, and you guys might all fight me on this, but I actually consider Tinkerbell a a villain. Hmm. Tinkerbell yeah, is definitely fight, mischievous. <laughs> the 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 nicest you can call her is mischievous. Yeah, I mean that's the nice. The Disney version kind of softened her up, but she literally tries to get Wendy murdered. Yeah. So yeah. I I think that's super <laughs> fair. When I was trying to pick out what outfit to wear for this. I ended up going with a Cheshire Cat shirt because I was like, well, he's also kind of antagonist. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. But I did consider going with my Tinkerbell dress. So, I mean, it's like I have 99% Disney princess clothes, but I was like, surely there's something kind of villainous in there. I've always seen Cheshire as a magical guide. But he's like unhelpful. Yeah. 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 I didn't say he was a good guy. Yeah. I, think, I think we're, I think that it's like the you know, anti-hero hero, you know, the ratings. I think Tinker, I don't see Tinkerbell as a, I mean, she wasn't trying to have her killed. She just was trying to not help her not get killed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like I wouldn't classify Tinkerbell as the main antagonist of Peter Pan, but I think it is fair to say that she plays an antagonist role. I think chaotic neutral. That's not, I mean, but I don't think she's like chaotic in the same way that like Alice in Wonderland characters are chaotic. She's not like an agent of chaos. She has like a clear motive and that motive is to like, Oh, it's still other That's, ladies you know, away from Peter neutral. Pan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so it's but complete that, jealousy. She's it's, yeah, it's very yeah. childlike though, and it's kind of almost like immature. Like she's just like mad. Like she doesn't try to like poison her or like stab her in her sleep. You know, she uh, tries. To, wait, no, doesn't she actually literally try to poison her? Oh yeah, you're right. She does. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, no, no. This is not childlike jealousy. She's a jealous woman. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, also, you she's know, trying to poison. Yeah, that's right. I was. I'm I was having trouble. The the drowning and the yeah. <laughs> the the dr- yes, like, there's that as well. I actually started also <laughs> thinking of Hook, and then I'm like, but no, that's that version. I mean, that's a different version. But that happens to me too. That's a thing with yeah. Peter Pan, which there's I have so found versions, to be very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan's genesis is very interesting. I wrote a paper uh-huh. in college called Panifestations, and how yeah. with each new iteration yeah. of Peter Pan they will bring part of what the n- latest thing was into the 
mythology. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually thinking about the story of the animated Tinkerbell, and I'm kind of conflating it with the 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 flashlight, basically Tinkerbell of of the stage of play, the stage play, the stage Mary play, Martin yeah. stage play. And I feel like in that story, Tink is even worse in the stage play. In the original yeah. book that. Well, the original play and the book yeah. that Jay and Barry w- wrote, like she is obviously like she tells the boys, "Oh, look! Look at that terrible bird that's coming! You better shoot right. it!" Right, right. There like, you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I could see that. I think more maybe it's because she's—I mean, she's not a human, and so we're kind of judging her merits yeah. as a human. Yes. And she's a fairy, and fairies are—they mis- don't—they don't apply to the same rules and yep. morals that we have. So to her, she might think she might not even know that Wendy can actually die that easily. Like a lot of the, you know, folklore resurrection or she's yep. just like taking her out of the scene. She doesn't understand. Like I'm, right. I'm a little. No, you're, yeah. you're absolutely no, right. Haley. That's, that's a really good point. Like can yeah. people die on Never Never Land? Period. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. Like, like in fairies don't, they, they don't apply it. They don't play by the same rules as like mortal humans and yeah. well if, if we're going along those lines though and we're saying like Tink- tinkerbell was just acting on her instincts couldn't we also then use that logic with scar absolutely i mean I technically think that's like, what lions would do they would do that. I mean, exactly. actually, like, <laughs> a lot of disney villains that you could argue like are they really even villains well, like, with, yeah uh, with lions it's actually the reverse they would they would cannibalize the weak Yep. Huh? Right. So it wouldn't it wouldn't go scar in the direction of killing no, Mufasa. Mufasa. It would, would go in the opposite scar, direction. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. But maybe that's why Scar had to kill Mufasa because he exactly. wasn't fulfilling his duty. Yeah. There, there could. Oh, yeah. Man, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> Ooh, no. Hold on. But yeah, I've always felt that um, <laughs> because I like Tinkerbell, I've always felt that Tinkerbell love, was yeah. more of um, she didn't understand her the ramifications of of her jealousy. Hmm. Um, and the action she's taking, and yeah. you know, like the sabotage, like totally remembering now, um, my mother reading a book to me with the arrow story, you know, shooting Wendy yes. down, mm-hmm. and um, I think the illustrator chose to make the arrow not not lethal, but well, she, yeah. she, she because was she trying was saved to kill by a button, so we're all good. That's yeah. it. Exa- that's right. <laughs> well, thank that's you, thank you, it's Jenny. Boy, you're bringing it all back. The I was kiss. like, what are the details? What yeah, are the details? Peter- yeah, Peter gave her a kiss because That's Peter right. thought a kiss was a button, and That's then the right. button deflects the arrow. Yeah, awesome, so. awesome. I think I just picture when she—I I love in the in the Disney animated when she gets really mad and her little puffy shoes like shake <laughs> and she's yeah. like, and it's like glitter goes everywhere and it's yes. like she's right. she's like in her head like you know she's this maniacal. Her, like creature but she just looks so cute and sparkly like no one's gonna expect yeah. it and then no one's taking her seriously because yeah that's how i and all of those pixie dusts were animated oh wow. it wasn't a computer yeah. effect that was somebody drew all of that mm. oh that's amazing that that's explosion amazing. and the settling and all yeah of when that. she gets all tantrums oh yeah yep. well and to be fair beyond the film i do understand that disney took tink and i mean Tink is part of their logo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's hard for me to rationalize yeah. now as an adult that it's like, well, they wouldn't have utilized her as one of the faces a murderous of Disney. Rampaging a murderous, a murderous <laughs> rampaging, a murderous rampaging so, pixie. There you go. Yeah. Winter, yeah, well, yeah put her in the logo. Also, it's all good. There's a whole Tinkerbell 
series, man. Yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. which I never show. watched any of those. So yeah. I'm just working off the first. Yeah. And Disney. she's definitely. How many yeah. men has she killed? She almost killed all the fairies in one movie. But this isn't where I thought the conversation was going to go. This is the Geek Roundtable, all about Tinkerbell. Yeah. Wow. Isn't Tinkerbell or... the true evil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, she we definitely could. to the castle in the fireworks show. It's like true. She's, true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's in the. Yeah. Uh, all right. We definitely could do a Peter. Okay, yeah. I didn't do that. Oh, you could do a big, oh man, don't get me started on Peter uh, Pan. Yeah, we could definitely All do it. I'd have to bone up to, to compete with Jenny, but we could definitely do a Peter Pan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I did do a, my own Peter Pan adaptation. Yeah, you did a whole, well, so, you did a whole yeah, yeah. web series yeah. for it. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Very Haley, cool. what are yes. your, uh, what's your favorite villain? So I'm, I, I was thinking about this, and I really love what Jenny said because is the best, like, really scary evil? Or is the worst really scary evil? Or right. you know, I was trying to. And for me, I'm 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 looking at like criminal masterminds, and I'm looking at honestly still my my favorite villains overall based on like my childhood experience with it. And um, number three, Isma, because and probably because the humor of it, but mm-hmm. her chemistry lab and her. I mean. Pull the lever, Kronk, and all the stuff that she does. And she's plotted to kill him, the prince, and then the potions. And all, and then she goes on this, like, trail to try and destroy his body and do all these things. And But everything she does, I just, I loved her crazy chemistry lab and her whole um, hunger for power. And she's definitely had a very good plan out. It didn't go as well. I mean, her plan didn't go as well as she planned it out. Um, but she definitely had a lot, um, a lot worked out in her head ahead of time in order to take out um mm-hmm. the whole llama thing was a big fiasco but it was a great movie because <laughs> of that so um and then my my top two are ursula and scar yeah and little mermaid was the first movie i saw in theaters wow and um that movie will always be really special to me for that um but also my mom one of her favorite things she would say to me as a kid life's full of tough choices isn't it Oh, totally. <laughs> Anytime I was like <laughs> indecisive about something, she would say that to me and I would get so in mad it. at her because Ursula is so, <laughs> oh, I, it was so, so creepy and, and what Ursula did. And I realized um, looking at both of them, well, I'll talk about, since I'm already talking about Ursula, she really, I think as a, in a, as a criminal mastermind, the way she brought in Ariel and it isn't even about Ariel, it's about King Triton uh-huh. and getting his power. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she makes Ariel think she's getting something that she wants. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's so, and you, and she didn't have to, go, there's definitely probably shorter ways she could have done this, but she did it to ensure that she would end up with the crown and like right. end up with that power. And I have to respect her for that. And I mean, that was kind of her thing. She was a con artist. Like she had all those little, once you realize those are souls of like mermaids yeah. that are just like leeching there. And, um, there's a whole deleted scene about a um, merman, and I forget his name, but yeah. um, they they didn't put him in the movie. But he goes to see Ursula, and it shows what she does, like how she right. turns oh, him into. Oh, I Ursula. didn't know that. Yeah, turns him into foam, right? Well, well, that's little I mean, if you're creatures. looking, but yeah, they look like the little like they're yeah. stuck on the bottom, like little yeah, crustaceans. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I mean, they're supposed to be, you know, like it's like a, basically like they're turning into a worm, um, right. or a, a sea cucumber. 
Um, but, but yeah, like when I think about what she, like everything from the beginning, all the way up getting, and then all the times she sabotages. And then she goes to the point of, of making herself look like another princess and how Mm -hmm. crushing that is for Ariel. And just to, and it's, it's not even about Ariel. It's about King Triton the whole time. And I really, I just love that about Ursula. Like, and I love mermaids. So I think that's why I've always, um, appreciated it. And, um, Scar, I, I, there's, I've seen them come up a lot with a sympathy or, oh, that's lions. I was like, no way. Scar was going to kill his nephew and his brother. And he is an awesome, awesome villain. And there's definitely more. I mean, I remember I, I watched The Lion King 2, and then there's like a 1.2 with Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. I was a huge An Lion King. Oh, yeah, there's so many of those. I loved all the Lion King stuff, I remember when it came out. But um, Scar is just such a great, and his songs are great. Like, yeah. I mean, Be Prepared is one of my favorite Disney. Probably my favorite Disney. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's our teeth and ambitions are so bad. Good. Be prepared. You can't not hear it and, oh. and start singing. Boom, it's just boom, so boom, good. Boom, boom, and um, he's another one. He's like a criminal master. The way he plants it so particular uh-huh. so that so that Simba is down there and then it yeah. looks like a stamp. I mean, he he said it all. He It's all premeditated. You can't say oh, it's yeah. not a passion or anything else. Um, and I know there's oh, the argument yeah. about lions, but I was like, this is Disney. They're talking. We don't have to play by the rules of right. nature and all of that. <laughs> I also recently, in the last three, it was like two or three years ago, I rewatched Lion King in the theaters. And I, I mean, I watched it on video hundreds of times, but I immediately started crying too, Tom. Yeah. And when I saw it when I was a kid, I remember my, well, and also when Mufasa died. Spoiler alert, I'm sure. Well. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler Ooh, alert from 1994. If you're listening, whenever okay. it was. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I remember my aunt and my mom were like, my mom and my aunt were crying and they were like, oh, and I'm just like, what? It's just, a, you know, as a kid, I was like, it's just a movie. It's, it's okay. But then I went back and watched it and just even that opening scene, it filled me with it's so much emotion and memories. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. And the way, the way that Scar um, manipulated Simba and Mufasa too, when he tries yeah. to help him and he leans in and long live the king, like, oh, uh, chills, chills. He's yeah. even using his hyenas the whole time, too. Oh, I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't like, provide for them, doesn't deliver on no. any of his promises. He, yeah, he just leaves them in the yeah. lurch. Yeah. yeah. Not like that's relatable. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> for me, I, I am... I mean, you've all mentioned my favorites. I mean, mine would be, I go, I look at it totally different. I didn't look at it for being scary. I looked at it for being fun. I love mm-hmm. a fun villain. Right. Someone I, yeah. you don't root for them, but they're just fun. They have great interaction mm-hmm. with the, the heroine or the, you know, that, that to me makes a good villain. So my favorite, my top three would be, and I, this is no particular order because I can't pick one right. as a top, mm-hmm. would, would be Gaston. Yeah. Love him. Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah. If I had to pick one, that would be it. It's very high for me, too, but Lion yeah, King I, beats it. I, I, I love every incarnation of a Beauty and the Beast story. Uh, agreed. Um, the other one would be uh, Scar was close, but Jafar. Yeah, I really Jafar like Jafar. Jafar. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's he's got to be by he second. Was, yeah, he's not he's, hiding anything though. He, I mean, from no, the get you're like he was just fun. He's so he, over yeah. the top. Yeah, he, I mean, he doesn't need to hide anything. No, he's he like magic. Like yeah. he doesn't yeah, need to master. scheme. It's like, oh, do I want something to happen? Okay, you're hypnotized. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in control. 
The yeah. king does, isn't days. in control. Yeah, I'm just yeah. in control anyway, but yeah. I want even more power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my last one will be Ursula. Mm-hmm. Awesome. She she is such a good and see I didn't see the the Little Mermaid when it came out and I was in my uh, probably in my late teens early twenties I don't remember what year yeah. it came out but I was older but I didn't see it because I had seen the original Hans Christian Andersen version of it oh wow of Little Mermaid back when I was like seven and in the end of that spoilers if anybody hasn't seen this yeah, she I mean, dies it's okay it's yeah it's based on the book she turns into foam. Oh, right. the, real, the real story is, is horrible. The real story is, is, is terrifying. Yeah, Flounder is like jumping through her foam, yelling her name or crying her name. Yeah, right. it's I, awful. It's I was devastated as a kid. I mean, like, yeah. I remember going to my bathroom and bawling and yeah. my mom coming and knocking and saying, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. Um, I was like uncontrollable. <laughs> yeah. It was the worst. So when I heard they were doing a Little Mermaid movie, Disney, I was like, yeah. there's no way. I can't handle yeah. it. I was too traumatized. Not realizing that Disney obviously was not going to do. Disney version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were going to yeah, sanitize the end of it. I didn't watch it for maybe 15 years. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I, so I never saw it in the theater because I missed oh, wow. my opportunity. I saw it just on DVD or blue or VHS probably. But yeah, so Ursula was, she was always, she, again, she's just a fun, bad person. She's, she's a good, she's I, I a good, bad. She's she's a, a good yeah. villain. They're doing a live action of that, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're supposed to. I, yeah. I think they're still in process of yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. That one I'm looking forward to. My, my friend produced the, uh, the Little Mermaid Live. That recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, that they did. Yeah. yeah. It was oh, 1989 I, was The Little Mermaid. Okay. And I was right about 1994 was the Lion King so, for the, in, the spoiler alert, 1994. <laughs> I was yeah. in third grade. I was like, I remember I was in third grade. The, yeah. the record for a, a, a long extant spoiler alert on Back Through the Basement <laughs> so far is 1965 when we talked about the man who shot Liberty Valance. And I'm like, oh, by the way, Julie, spoiler alert <laughs> in a black and white film with John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Amazing. You never know. You, you never know. know. You never know. <laughs> oh. I would never want to ruin Man Who Shot Liberty Valance for anybody, no matter how <laughs> long I live. No, totally. There's some classic films that like you're still not supposed to spoil for people. Yeah, yeah. you have to just yeah. like you can't, say, guess. Yeah. can't spoil the original Planet of the Apes. You can't spoil Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. even though no, no, you Empire can't. No, back, but yeah, yeah, good one, Kenny. Yeah, that's a really good example. Yeah, that's well, why you got to watch Star Wars four, five, six. One, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Correct. Yes. That's what I'm going to do with my daughter. Um, well, before we go on, did this is a spoiler. Did everyone <laughs> catch Scar's cameo in Hercules? Yeah. Mm-mm. Scar's? No. Yeah, no. It's, uh, it's during the portrait session for the vase. Yeah. There's yeah. a... there's wearing, a, it's He's the Nemean lion. Yeah. It's wow. like a... It's like a... You know, like mm. a dead lion. It's like the lion skin. But yeah. the head, it's not right. like a generic line. It has a scar. Oh, right. Dark oh. That's right. Melody knows what's up. Melody knows what's up. Yes, yeah. I remember. It. No, 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 when you told me it was the skin. The is supposed to have an unpierceable skin. Well, right, I but mean, that, it but was just for that. was the one who... Right. Hercules was yeah. the one who did yeah. it. He was yeah. like posing yeah, right. with, like it was like a portrait well, thing. Well, yeah, he yes. clubbed it to death and that's, that's why. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Did you guys see Beast in Aladdin? 
Ooh, no. What? No. Yeah, he, when when like, the Sultan is playing with the little stacking oh, toys. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Beast oh, is one of that's, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's love, right. I love when yeah. Disney does this. They've been doing yeah. it for so long. It's like Easter a long eggs. Time. Yeah, we, we could probably oh. do a whole episode just on Disney Easter eggs. Just like, Save uh, that. Yeah. Save that. I just, yeah, we time. Yeah. We were talking about Scar. I had next to. Time. I was just like, yes. oh. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next. Actually, I'm going to do a question. I have some trivia questions. Oh, okay. So some of these are really easy and some of them I didn't think were so hard were that difficult. So don't blurt out the answer, but okay. raise your hand and I'll try and see who I can okay. who I can see first. Okay. All right. So who was the first Disney villain? Hmm. Melody. Um, we're talking about the future animated films, correct? Yes. Yes. So then that would be the evil queen from Snow White. Correct. Yeah. That was the Ooh, first one. Yeah. I thought it was Maleficent. Very good. No, no, that was the, about 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was the first one to come out. Yeah, it's 1932. 32? Yeah. I think so. 32. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. All right, see, Haley, you raised Wizard of Oz. I like, I like you're adding more <laughs> trivia on top of the trivia. Be like, well, when was Snow White? 1937. I do have to say, this is like a little unfair because I used to play Disney trivia with guests at the park when I was a cast oh, member. It's, uh, oh, no, that's I love cool. it. I think it's great. I just like how I like remember the older classic Disney movies. It's just it's just interesting that that came out in the 1930s and then yeah. Maleficent. I don't know why. Maybe because I watched Snow White more or I had the VHS first. But then I I don't. Rem- I remember um, Sleeping Beauty. Seems it seemed like it looked older or the the animation. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yep. cool. There was an right. aesthetic shift in Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Very angular. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. do another yeah. question real quick. It's here. Also a beautiful oh, film. What yeah. is Jafar's first wish when he takes the lamp from Aladdin? Hmm. That's a tough one. Hmm. <laughs> Wait. No. Haley? Is, is it to become the Sultan? Or yep, is that that's the, it. Okay, yes, that's right. That's Darn, I was going to say to wish for a million more wishes. Good job. Wishes. Well done. Yeah. Good one. That's what he should have done. He should have just wished for a million, wish for a million more wishes. That's what yeah, I wish. That's you can't, that was a rule violation. Yeah, yeah that's a rule violation. That's a rule. Oh, right. That was one of the yeah. first, first rules that he said. And yeah. there's no wishing for more wishes. That's right. Oh. <laughs> that would have been a weird All right, let's go ahead and move on to another question here. Let's okay. talk about our least favorite Disney villain. And they don't have to be, you know, I mean, just someone that you... You can take it or leave it. Who wants to start? Let's go with Gabe. Take it or leave it, villain. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I got. I got. Ooh, one. I, I got the perfect yeah, take it I, or leave. Go ahead, Tom. All right, Tom, yeah. you want to go? What about Gabe? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Like, I hate to say this because it's it's got some fun people in it, and it's got some Billy Joel music. But I'm really, and I love Charles Dickens, so I'm really not a fan of Oliver and Company. Hmm. And therefore, I'm just like, who could give one crap about businessman Sykes? I'm like, yeah. I don't even remember. That, I don't even honestly. remember. I just, right? Yeah, I don't even remember. Since I've seen that in movie. defense of like people who don't remember him, like his face is like not even visible for most of the film. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. seeing yeah. that in the theater, and that's a, I think the only time I saw it. <laughs> I mean, they were trying to do kind of a uh, you know modernization, and he's in the city. He's in New York City, and it d- d- does take place in New York City, so there's a lot of animation about actual New York in there. And uh, I just sitting there the whole time wanting to like the movie and going, yeah, no. All right. So there you, you Melody? Yeah. I think for me, like, they're, Oliver and Company is, like, not one of my favorite movies. Uh, 
Fox and the Hound is one of the few Disney movies I actively dislike, but I don't think that to me, my least favorite villains are from movies I don't like because it's like, well, I don't care for this film anyways. Yeah, It's more like villains who are like parts of movies I do like, or I, in some ways I feel like ruined movies I could have liked more. So I feel like to me, one of my least favorite villains is Sean Yu from Mulan. Like he's just so pointless. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, why does he even need to exist? Like, I understand that the conflict of the war needs to exist, but like, Sean, you like, why are you even there? And then like, he literally could have been any, anyone, any mm-hmm. Mongolian invader. And then right. the other one, and this is probably controversial. My other least favorite villain is Prince Hans. Um, oh, okay. I just like, oh. didn't love that plot of Frozen one where she like, I, I feel like everyone was kind of like gaslighting Anna into like not trusting her own feelings Mm -hmm. and her feelings like were wrong on this one for sure but neither Kristoff nor Elsa knew her they like Kristoff had just met her and Elsa uh like hadn't seen her purposely for like a decade right and um I just feel like you don't know this person. Like, why are you telling them what to do with their personal life? And he was like, kind of just there for this whole twist to be like, Oh, don't like marry men. You just met, like, let's make fun of ourselves. But Mm. I, I I don't really think that that's something Disney really needs to make fun of itself for. I felt that it distracted from the stronger emotional arc of Elsa's sort of, uh, issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, while I don't have any problems with like Prince Hans, per se, like, as a character, I just feel, I don't know, his plot kind of made Frozen unnecessary. Good for me. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Haley? A legitimate taint. So, yeah. So, I, this is a movie I actually love and loved as a kid. I just hate this guy. God damn it, I hate him so much. <laughs> oh, I wow. I want to see. Yeah, oh. I just, oh, I would just. I'm looking at the face. list and I'm thinking, oh, who could she mean? McLeach. Yeah. Rescuers oh, down yeah. under. Yeah. Oh. Trying to take all those poor animals and he's yes. putting them in cages. And he's like, he's yes. such a, he's, and you know what? That exists. There's those freaking poachers yeah. and they mm-hmm. are, you know, there's all the endangered animals. And then the poor eagle, it killed the mate. I'm going to get, right. I'm going to get emotional. Right. And then it was just the one. And he's using this poor little boy who's been kidnapped from his p- family. And so they don't know where he is. And then he's like, ha I'm going to, and he's going to, he's going to kill the other eagle just to get, he's always, oh, I hate poachers. I hate people that, that hurt animals and children. And he's an asshole. Bleep me out. I didn't right. make All it right. through so third really grade don't like for <laughs> I love that movie though. I really love, um, I mean, I love the rescuers. I had little I loved Christmas rescue. ornaments. Yeah, oh, I, I love that. That yeah. was my and, favorite and Disney I, movie. I, and the first one's great too. Madame Medusa is a great villain. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I love my closet. Yes. Yeah, she lived in Jenny's closet. There was like a swamp, and it was like, yeah. I am um, no, yeah. Apparently, that's what I thought. Like, oh. I don't uh, know how the notes are getting to her. You but. just needed to call the rescuers to come help you. Like, I, just, <laughs> I love them and I love what they do. And then yeah. I love the animals in Down Under because I love Australia. And the, mm-hmm. yeah. oh man, I rewatched it recently and it's so awesome. A lot of the like visual scenes with the eagle, it's just beautiful. And yeah, yeah, that guy sucks. I'm, I, I'm right. glad he's good one, Haley. <laughs> good one, yes. Check, check it out next time you watch Rescuers Down Under. One of the scenes at night. 
they go past uh, an area where there's a searchlight and the, the searchlight pans and they actually animated a lens flare. Wow. Ooh. I just love the detail. I love these fun that's, that's, facts. That's yeah. almost like it. they did a lot of that level of detail with like Ghost in the Shell, which yeah. was all drawn by hand. That's yeah. got to be my favorite of all time. Mm. Beautiful series. Yeah. yeah. So cool. <clears throat> Jenny, your favorite or favorite, least favorite? Favorite, so, least favorite. <laughs> my least favorite. Um, I never. Does it dwell stand. in any of the rooms of your house? No. <laughs> not currently. <laughs> right okay. now. Hopefully not. Um, I could not stand Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters. Oh, yeah. God, oh, yes. God, I just... They are brutal. Yeah. And maybe it's because, like, you know, my parents are still together. But I couldn't imagine, like, even if you're the worst person in the world that you would treat, even if it's your stepdaughter, that yeah. horribly. Like, <clears> I just <throat> could not... I hated her so much. Yeah, I was she's like, vile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the sisters were just such yeah. bitches. Yeah, they they, they were, were, yeah, they, they're just bullies. I hate bullies. And I yeah. hate bullies. I do too. hate bullies too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm with you, Jenny, on that one. That's mm-hmm. that was my least favorite. Good, good pick. I wish they had gone one. with that's the one, more Jenny. original ending with them losing their losing cutting their, feet. their own toes. Cutting their feet. Yeah. Oh my god. Like absolutely fair because they're terrible and mean. But also, and I know we're talking about. Disney Animation Studios and not their offshoots, but Cinderella 3 redeems Anastasia like so well. Really? <laughs> yeah. Redeems. Okay, I will die on the hill that Cinderella 3 is the best Disney sequel made by. Wow. Is that, a good is one? that wow. the twist in time? Yeah. Feel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, never oh, I have to watch it now. I haven't watched it. Yeah, one. Kenny and I, we got to watch it. Okay. Yeah, we'll watch <laughs> Melody, either, so Melody's watch the resident now. scholar. <laughs> Melody will it. take you into Lion King one and a half. <laughs> Cinderella oh, three. Oh. She's like, hey, you, you want to know about Scar? Have more knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know about Scar? You got to go into Simba's pride. You know. Hell, I love yeah. it. I love uh, it. All right. Uh, Gabe, you're our last one. Did you think of yeah, one? Yeah, so, okay. So, I disagree with the fact that Chernobog is a villain. Okay. <laughs> oh, I knew this was going to come up at some Oh, yeah. Chernabog. He is just an awesome dude who wants to have a dance party. Unless you're his neighbor. <laughs> Unless you're his neighbor at 2 a.m. I'm just saying. I'm projecting he's an awesome yes, dude. I have, I have I neighbors party with that I guy. are villains right now. So, yes. yeah. Wow. He is, he is, so, I wouldn't say he's a least, because I, I don't think he's a villain. That's why. Okay. I, and, yeah. and I think, just I think people, we got to tell the listeners so knows who Chernobog is. Yeah, right? I, like, I, I posted a list of potential, <laughs> potential in quote marks, villains, so they can get an idea of what we'd be talking about. And Gabe was the first one on there to complain <laughs> that this, about, yeah. he's from, he's from oh. Fantasia. Fantasia, yes. I lo- yeah. yeah. I love Chernobog. <laughs> that he's not that. a villain, so, yes. Well, I'm, okay, I'm glad you were able to release your grievances. <laughs> Live on the podcast. So this has been very knows. cathartic for Gabe. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's been waiting. This is all he's, he's wanted to talk about. Wait a minute. He's your least favorite villain because he's your first favorite hero. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Apparently. Yes. <laughs> he gets a bad rap. Chernobog. We just don't know enough about his backstory to be able to make a real. Educated. I think they were they were grasping for straws to try to pick a villain from that movie because technically it really isn't. It's 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 not a narrative. It's It's not really. Yeah, it's not a narrative story. Maybe it's it's the meteor and the dinosaur one because that one is very upsetting. I really don't like that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. No, that's super fair. If you, I'd like this Fantasia VHS 
for like most yep, of my me life. Too, and me too. yeah, uh-huh. the Chernabog section at the end, absolutely pristine because I never watched it as a kid. We just stopped <laughs> right before it. Was, no, no, no. So Night on Blood Mountain is Night on Blood Mountain is my favorite sequence now. But as a kid, it was too scary. Yeah. It's too scary. Yeah. Oh, and then the uh, Rite of Spring Stravinsky section with the dinosaurs is just destroyed oh because we fast forwarded over it every time because it was awful. also too scary. It's so, yeah. it's so upsetting. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Wow. I, have to watch, I haven't watched Fantasia in 30 years. While we're on the subject of picayune matters on your list, Kenny. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I would like to point out that oh, no. Aunt Sarah and Cy and Am are mere annoyances in Lady and the Tramp. Oh, I would argue Actually, can the I rat. Can I my least favorite answer to be Cy and Am from Lady and the Tramp? Oh, Cy and Am. Yes, <laughs> because, I mean, Some like, and let's be real, they're my least they favorite because me, they're yeah, racist. Yeah. Like, so racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally racist. But the rat... I, yeah. The rat is the rat actually is the, the villain, villain of yeah. Lady the Tramp. Yes. Yeah. Why are the cats but isn't racism the, the true villain? Yeah. Of everything? Well, I was gonna say uh, if you're looking at Disney yes, movies, uh, we've got to <laughs> oh. go back to Peter Pan now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. Bring it back around. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna. We can't even like be, be PC and talking about the Native American tribe names and any of that. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That's, All their names were like horrible. Yeah. yeah. The company goes back to the late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. There yep. is what you're gonna be ex- plenty gonna be, of be wrong to be found. Oh, yeah. 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 Same with Warner Brothers. You go back with Warner Brothers. You go back uh, with any yeah. movie. Well, yeah, you, uh, have, to, you have to. A lot of it. You have to look at it and the time that it was made, not the present time. Not and are they, what are they right, doing but, now? That's what you have to look at. Yeah. Like, what is what is happening now? Like, making a change moving forward. Yeah. That's yeah. why I appreciate how they're putting the warnings out there. Like, hey, these were... Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad then. We realize they're really bad now, but we're not gonna like whitewash over. Yeah. We're gonna let you like view it and remember part of history. These are not portrayals of yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. But it, it was a clever thing you said, Melody. But in in fact, you could actually argue that those insidious undertones actually could be the worst villain of anything mm-hmm. that yeah, Disney's I mean, created. Fire. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, also, there are several films where racism is the villain of the Disney movie, yeah. mm-hmm. essentially, like, that's what Ratcliffe is uh, yeah. a symbol for racism and colonialism. Yeah. And yeah. Honest, yeah. Or yeah. Mayor Bell, uh, Assistant Mayor Bellwether in Zootopia, or sure. King yeah. Rainierd in Frozen 2, mm-hmm. yeah. Renard. Oh, I don't even remember how that was <laughs> I know what you're saying, yeah. What makes a good villain? See, for me, it would be, they have to be fun. They have to be entertaining and fun to watch, and they have to be smart yeah, criminal mastermind. They have to have a yeah. good, yeah. a good evil plan. You got to have a good evil plan. Plan is great, but until you have that pathos and that drive and understanding to connect with them as to why, yeah, what's why driving them it? for that evil plan? Mm. What makes them feel so wronged that they're shunning society or, or shunned by society, and they have to get their revenge to prove what's going on? You don't always have to know, though. Like, you don't know. Like, you were saying for Scar, you didn't really know, but you knew there was right, something. Right, but you, like, you get that. But yeah, there's okay. enough there, there's, there's enough, enough of there. that show yeah, yeah. not tell yeah, right. that makes in sense. that story where everything about and all those interactions just, you know, hints at such a deeper level of what's going on. Yeah. There's that, that building up of letting them become a full recognized person or character that has these motivations to do these things and instead you can, of a in some ways 
sympathize and empathize with what their motivations are. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I remember distinctly when, and I love every moment of Star Wars, but I could remember distinctly watching the Star Wars movies with my sister and wanting to get to the Empire scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, just wanting to spend time on the Empire ships and in the presence of Vader, in the presence of Boba Fett, and kind of not minding being with the heroes, but wanting to get back to the Emperor scenes and and, and things like that. So I think that they are also compelling. Yeah. That yeah. You, if, you, if you don't want to spend time with them, uh, getting back to like the Oliver and Company non, non-entity of Sykes, like I couldn't care less, but... I love spending time with Jafar. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could do a whole movie on just Jafar and Iago talking to each other, you know. Oh my God. Perhaps a movie where it wouldn't be much of a movie, but yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Melody the scholar. But yeah, I think you got to want to spend time with them. They can't be so reprehensible, ugly, awful that you don't want want to be entertained by them. I mean, couldn't you just watch, you know, a two hour Ursula movie? Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, Flotsam, Jetsam, Ursula, that's it. There you go. You just said <laughs> Flotsam, Jetsam, and then you said Iago. I think a good Disney villain also has a really good sidekick. And you got to have a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, you got to have that Disney. foil. Yeah. You're talking about no. Disney. You guys are jumping ahead animated. my next question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that that also helps what uplifts Gaston. Yeah. Yes. LeFou. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My second right? favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I agree. I think, like, the appealing nature of the yeah. Disney villains, which is like their design, their voice acting, yes. the, like even just like the way that they move. I mean, like yeah. Ur- someone like Ursula or Dr. Facilier are just so smoothly animated. They're oh, so yeah. pleasant to watch. So cool. mm-hmm. Agreed. You know, and I think like, I'm not going to disagree with Gabe. Like a lot of my favorite Disney villains have like some sort of pathos that I understand. Like Frollo has like a, a lot of depths going on mm-hmm. as evil and terrible as he is, or like, um, but, uh, I think that like, if it's fun enough, like it doesn't even really matter. Like, yeah. why does Hades not want to be in the underworld? I don't care. Right. Just like, yeah. be fun. Hate yeah. and panic though. They're so good. They're so good. Oh, yeah. So what it kind of breaks down is like, so like the sword and the stone though, Madam Mim, I, I, I never saw that as a threatening encounter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, that was not just one of my favorite characters. Yeah, no, no, she is, but, but she, she doesn't come out. She never comes off threatening to me. Yeah. Not menacing enough. Yeah. It's just mean, whimsical and fun. But whimsical yeah. can still be a Disney villain, I guess. They could have that. And, and that's where I just don't connect with her really well. I, yeah. Least, I think, yeah. I think Gabe, you want them to have more teeth. Yeah. They got to have some, like, I grew. Like, like their my, teeth my, and like, ambitions like, need like, to be uh, bared. The, the be Dark Cauldron. That's the kind of, like, that was, like, the one that I had on high rotation as a little kid. The Black Scared Cauldron, the really? devils out of me. Oh. You know, but, like. like I find this interesting because you're like, well, I really want them to have like this backstory where I understand. And then you love these like characters that are like literally like ununderstandable demons like Chernobyl. Chernobyl, and I was just going to say the, that. He has <laughs> no villain from the Black Cauldron. For like, Gabe, he does have a backstory. He's, he's a complex. DJ he's that's a running, like, yeah, right? that's make a, your own backstory. Chernobyl is not a, a bad guy. And again, that fits with my my logic of not wanting, you know, a bad guy that's that true. doesn't have a good backstory. Right. <laughs> So much so that you made him a hero. Yeah. (laughs) And I I do think because we are talking Disney, I think something that is very ingrained in the villains and why they want to to make them compelling is because these stories are meant to teach lessons. Exactly. And if the children can't connect with 
the good and the bad, how are they going to learn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. True. Well, and I feel like in the more recent films too, it's been interesting to see how it's evolved. The yeah, the villains are a lot less evil and often redeemed. Like, mm-hmm. not to spoil Ryan the Last Dragon, if anyone hasn't seen that oh, one I yet. But I like, haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that. I mean, I won't <laughs> say anything, but like, the villain is essentially the main character's girlfriend, and okay. like, I mean, like, they're not explicitly girlfriends, but like, it's very, very clearly subtextual, and. um like yeah i mean like she goes through this whole journey and so does the Mm -hmm. villain and it's very much it's Mm -hmm. very relatable right like if you're watching this film maybe you relate with raya or maybe you relate with her girlfriend whose name i don't remember i'm so sorry (laughs) but uh yeah Yeah. but like moana as well right like that entire movie is all about and i guess that one's newer so i don't really want to spoil it but like the whole point of the villain is that people weren't really looking at the villain and realizing what was really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I feel I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call it like six years ago is I feel like spoilers have passed for Moana. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think Moana's yeah. good. It's yeah. Yeah. But like really the true villain kind of ends up being Maui, who you've spent yes. half the film kind yes. of identifying uh-huh. with because he's the one who through his own greed and desire to be loved destroyed Tafiti and turned her into Chaka. Yep. I I I think the newer Disney films like that twist, they really like to, where like you said, it was the classical, it's very like good and evil, right and wrong. They like to play that little twist card with the villain or whatever the character is. So you're kind of looking one way, yeah. Yeah, all films do because it's more sophisticated storytelling and viewers are are more sophisticated as well. I will say this, though, uh, totally support Jenny's point, especially from the 60s onward. Right. But um, initially, uh, Walt, Walt himself, didn't necessarily set out to make uh, movies for kids. Disney has become a totally child-focused kind mm-hmm. of Uh, brand at this point but when they were making snow white when making the first animated feature film they were just simply trying to make an entertaining animated feature film they were actually concerned that the adults wouldn't watch it yeah adults wouldn't watch it or or that a person couldn't couldn't endure uh animated images flashed for that long Mm. they didn't there was no model for it they didn't know if people would be okay yeah Yeah. you know but um but very quickly, the appeal was seen, and then the the merchandising potential was seen, and then very quickly things were put through that prism of filter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Melly, do you have something you wanted to say? Oh, I was just gonna say that the um, I think like if we're looking to teach kids a lesson, it's a good thing to teach them that even if you're the villain, you can unbecome the villain mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah and so i think Agreed. if we're looking Personal at like teaching kids lessons growth. i think yeah. that yeah. makes like yeah. a lot of yeah. sense because we're all going to be on the wrong side at some point in our yes. lives yeah yeah i like yeah. that that's good a point. good way to look at it yeah like big yeah. hero six yeah i think that's my favorite one of that twist yeah. oh yeah that's another one that's like a twist yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna do a few more a few more trivia real quick just for fun <laughs> and then we'll do my last question which we kind of touched upon already Let's see if I can get a question here. I'm trying to find a good one. Okay, what is Captain Hook's pirate ship called? Tom. Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. Well, I, did, I was like, I should know this of all people. I can't believe I got I it before Jenny. Out. I was like, I blanked it. I blanked. 
Which Disney movie features Mother Gothel? Melody. That's Tangled. R- Rapunzel. Oh. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's no, a it's, Rapunzel, the answer, but is it Tangled? Oh, yeah. No, Tangled is what it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. should be the called Rapunzel. Rapunzel-based. Yeah. yeah. Rapunzel is what it's based on. They, they, they have Rapunzel as the answer here. That's questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your source? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it called Tangled because, and maybe Melody or hair? If they were tra- well, but it was a marketing to not make it like a it was for boys, movie, like boys. a more the way. Yeah. It was to mark. So it's part of like their whole like adjectival okay. naming thing. Like if you'll notice, a lot of the girl movies, princess movies have adjectival names, frozen, tangled, brave, yeah. to make them appeal to boys. That's yeah. what I thought they did. Oh, okay. Interesting. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm so glad Melody's here today. <laughs> See, I was like, am I just, I have to look this up on a website and be yeah. like, this is what it is. I could just ask Melody. Yeah. I love hanging with all you guys, but Melody's got some stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, the Ask Jeeves of Disney. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Ask yeah. Jeeves. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, one more question, and then we'll move on. I mean, one more trivia, and then we're going to move on to our last question here. So who is Captain Hook's sidekick? Jenny. Smee. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Smee. Yes, Mr. Smee. Mr. Smee. Love him. I love him in everything. I love the Smee of every iteration. Right. Particularly the Bob Hoskins Smee. Yeah. yeah. So this leads us into our last question, which is uh, Haley brought up. Uh, a lot of Disney villains have sidekick oh, yes. or henchmen. Yeah. Who is your favorite of the sidekicks? Well, may, may I start considering yes. uh, I answered the Mr. Smee question and yeah. he's yeah. my favorite henchman. I <laughs> Love think it. he's just so nice. adorable. And you're right, Tom. I totally agree with you. I think he's been great in every iteration yeah. Yeah. that oh, they so have done. Um, we had a little fun with him when we did our iteration because in our iteration, the web series that I produced, John Darling is actually gay and Mr. Smee becomes his boyfriend. Uh, (laughs) That's That's true pirate's life. Like legit though, like Hook and Smee have like big boyfriend energy. I mean, I mean, let's be real. All the traditional villages. Disney villains have big gay energy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes. I mean, just the scene when Mr. Smee is shaving oh, Captain yeah. Hook. <laughs> I don't know. I just I love giggle. It. I love He's it. So, so great. How much uh. he's just like, I just want to take care of you, Captain. <laughs> uh. Haley, who's your oh, favorite? Well, there's a lot, but I love Kronk. Because he, oh, I mean, yeah. Kronk's not even, yeah. I mean, he's a henchman. And, he, and his whole storyline or his side story and, um, Emperor's New Groove when he's like against the wall and he's trying to be all se- like he's really trying to be evil and conniving and he's like uh, and he just all his mannerisms the cooking the baking he does um, yeah. and then at the end there's like the the squirrel eagle scouts thing he does like his whole <laughs> his he could have I, I would watch I think he wait Melody does he, he have a show he has an animal. he did have his own yeah, movie yeah. So, yeah, he, he had his own sequel which was yeah. Kronk's New Groove and then there was also an Emperor's New Groove TV show where they were like all in high school Oh wow! Wow! Y'all need to watch more Disney Plus. Kronk is so is funny. I just love it. He's great. Nice. I need to get into some of these more obscure uh, yeah. direct-to-video. Yeah. 
I'm going to be real with you. Most did. of them are not rewarding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Why don't you give us a list of what's rewarding and what to avoid? We need a melody to give us a guide so we know what to avoid. I would say like the only ones that are really worth it are Cinderella 3 and Lion King 2. Yeah, yeah. Lion King 2 but there are really some good. that I haven't seen because I just really assumed they were very bad, like Bambi 2 and Mulan 2. Well, mm. I tried to watch Mulan 2 and then I couldn't. But what about Pocahontas 2? I never saw it. Ooh. Oh, I hate That's that one thing? so much. Okay, I'm not even gonna bother. I'll just I'll just rewatch the first one. I just think Bambi 2 would just, I'm just like, oh no, how are they gonna up that? Are they gonna, yeah. right? Are they gonna kill killing mom or dad? <laughs> I wish I could tell you, but I don't I, tell I, us. I never watched that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I might actually have Bambi 2. <laughs> oh lord. Really? Of all Both parents die Bambi. in the first movie. Yeah. <sighs> I'd have to check the database. Uh, I think I actually about, have that one. Gabe, who's your favorite? Oh, I gotta go with the hyenas. Yeah. No. Hyenas. Get the most yeah. exposition out of them. Yeah. That's a good one. Those are great. You know, they're the Ed. ones that really are doing all the work. Yeah. Yes, that's true. They're the ones that kill dad. <laughs> they're the ones that, that, you know, convince him to run off. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're the doing the heavy lifting. Pride rock. Yeah. I, yeah. How about you, Melody? Um, I agree with Haley. I think the best sidekicks are kind of like the, the failed sidekicks. Yeah. They're just yeah. really, really bad at it. I mean, Kronk is also my favorite, but... I'll also highlight like the bowler hat guy from Meet the Robinsons. Mm. Excellent, yeah. excellent, terrible sidekick. I guess that's also kind of a twist because you learn he's the sidekick later, but just so bad at his job with his little unicorn planner. And uh, <laughs> Pain and Panic are another one, just like, oh, they're so bad at their oh, job, but so you just love them up. for it because their job's terrible. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> right. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it would be Iago. Is that, that's Jafar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always enjoyed that. But I love the, the voice actor. He, yeah. He made the I just love so. how they just call him Iago, and he just plays straight Iago out of Othello as well. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah. <laughs> and an incredible performance by Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. How about bring us home, Tom? Last one. I got to agree with you on that one, uh, uh, but if I had had to pick my runner-up to Iago, it's LeFou. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. And getting back to why I think Gaston is so appealing, I think one of the things that uh, Disney is very good at doing when they do it, they don't always do it, is giving the bad guy, particularly in the musical ones, giving the bad guy a song, yeah. I think, really yes. drives it home. Mm-hmm. So yeah. particularly, I come at it from a voiceover artist's perspective, when you have David Ogden Steers singing as Ratcliffe, when you have Jeremy Irons singing as Scar, when you have oh everyone yeah. singing Gaston and mm-hmm. yeah. getting these great performances from Gaston and LeFou, there's something about going through their number <laughs> with them. Gaston, the song, is one of my favorite mm-hmm. Songs. Yeah. It's just I think it's so clever. I use antlers in all of my decorating. It just drives me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um. I think that's that's your moment to connect with the with the villain, particularly in these. Yeah, yeah and that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. In these um the Disney musicals. So very cool. Cool. Iago and then LeFou as a runner up. Great. All right. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you guys stopping by and chatting with me. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I learned I quite a bit which is great. It's always fun. Yes. Uh, before we go, I want to make sure if people want to promote anything or 
uh, your Instagram or your Twitter or anything like that, you are more than welcome to do it now. We will start with Jenny. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have anything specific to promote. I'm just trying to move into my new apartment. <laughs> that, maybe I'm promoting that. Uh, and But if you want to find me on social media, I'm just at Jenny Powell on pretty much everything. And that's J-E-N-N-I-P-O-W-E-L-L. Yes, and just so everyone knows, I will have all this information in the show notes so you don't have to rush and write it down. I will have it all available there as well. How about you, Melody? Um, I'm not like super active on social media, so don't look me up. I mean, you can, but you'll be disappointed. Uh, I don't have anything to promote because we're in a pandemic, except, oh, maybe get a vaccine. If you're eligible, yeah. get a vaccine. Let's all get I vaccines, got my second guys. one. Yeah. yeah. Let's all get vaccinated so we can all go to Disney and take pictures of Yay. Disney villains and not get any sick. Yeah, I love it. I'm all for that. How about you, Gabe? Uh, I got nothing. I'm not a social media guy. All right. Haley? Well, I want to piggyback on Melody and also wear your mask. Right now, when you're in public, especially if you have a cool Disney one or a cool character yeah. one, yeah, I came out yeah. with so there's so many fun ones you can get now. My friend made me a bunch of fun like Star Wars, and I've got a Grogu one. And so yeah, please wear your um, mask, get vaccinated. I love it. Um, and yeah, then watch definitely watch. don't be a Disney villain. Wear your mask. <laughs> yes, there you go. Over, over your nose, please. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, watch when you next time you watch Hercules, look for Scar. If you haven't, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. It's, right. Yeah, it's right after Zero to Hero, like right after. You're right. That's a good. Right. Yeah. See, awesome. Melody knows. She's got my back. <laughs> All right, Tom, you bring us home. All right. Uh, yeah, my podcast, Back Through the Basement, is uh, basically me and my sister, and literally we're going through our parents' basement during. It started during the pandemic and gave us time to do it, and uh, we are dropping i guess it'll be episode 38 or 39 coming up soon so we're moving through and uh we're about a fifth of the way through the basement so there's going to be quite a few episodes and we love talking about disney uh we found for example we found the fisher price theater where you can plug in the cartridge and you can Mm. crank the movie and see the movie and so uh if you go on instagram at back through the basement pod you can see our collection of toys and and be introduced to them as we unearth them. While we're on the subject, I hope Kenny's going to tell you about his collection of toys that you can follow on Instagram and TikTok. Yes. But TikTok. please follow follow back through the basement and listen. Uh, if you're a fan of the Geek Roundtable, I highly suspect you will enjoy visiting the basement. Mm-hmm. I'm a voiceover artist, and you can follow me at Tom Antonellis on Instagram at Tom underscore Antonellis on Twitter. Unfortunately, somebody else got my name before I could, so I got that underscore on Twitter. And if you are interested in catching my Disney voice matches, which is one of just a fun thing I like to do, voice matching is one of the niche areas of voiceover that I work in, type in Antonellis Disney on YouTube and hear 46 voice matches in five and a half minutes, including many of the characters we've talked about today. All right. Very cool. And as Tom mentioned, you can find, I have, I collect action figures and toys and movie memorabilia stuff. Some, quite a bit of Disney stuff as well. Uh, you can find that on Instagram at Kenny's Collection. I just started TikTok. Is that Kenny's Collection? Uh, I'm Geeky Fanboy on all social medias. So if you want to follow me there, uh, please do. And you didn't have again, to have an underscore. No underscore. Did it? As soon as the social media comes out, I grab my name. Ugh. First thing. 
moments <laughs> after. All right, so thank you again, guys, for doing this. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll be talking again soon. Great hanging with you all. Bye. Thank Thanks you again. so much, Kenny. Nice so to meet you all. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Melody, the scholar. <laughs> Just ask Melody for Disney. <laughs> all right i hope you guys enjoyed that round table as i said we had a lot of fun discussing disney villains and it was interesting to me on the very different aspects of what each person enjoyed about disney villains some said they had to be you know a mastermind some like me it just they just had to be fun some people wanted them to have a purpose some people didn't care if they had a purpose so it was interesting to get everyone's different take on different disney villains and of course the fact that tinkerbell was brought up as a disney villain was fantastic and it made sense so i mean i don't know if she's uh you know would be considered a, a true disney villain but she definitely didn't like wendy so um Hopefully you guys enjoyed that roundtable. Once again, I'd like to thank my co-hosts, Haley, Melody, Tom, Jenny, and Gabe for joining me. And of course, I want to thank my amazing listeners for coming back each month and joining us for the Geek Roundtable. So until next time, guys, take care. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. I'm Tom, sheltering at home in L.A. I'm Julie, sheltering in the home we both grew up in in Boston. And together, we're We're going going back back through through the the basement. basement. Mom and Dad want us to go through (laughs) all of our toys and belongings. I think Mom and Dad are taking advantage of the pandemic. (laughs) What the f*** is that guy? It's called a wuzzle. So laugh. (laughs) That thing is so (laughs) fucked (laughs) up. Get emotional. <laughs> I have a fucking mess over here. And discover what we find and what we keep. Which will probably be everything, Jules. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you to Kenny Mitleider and everyone around the Geek Round Table. Thank you to all their listeners. From us in the basement, we want you to know you are all keeps. Definite keeps. The Geek Roundtable Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved.